Welcome to the Gaming and Chill, episode number 101. Today we have a guest, Miss E. How are you doing? I'm good, how are you? I, you know, I'm doing outstanding, keeping very busy as of late, especially moving into the holiday season. Yes, I love Christmas. I know, right? The other day I <laughs> got to see your uh, reading Rudolph the Red-Nosed Ranger, Reindeer. Yes, I was reading Rudolph. Very excited. Okay. <laughs> So we're actually going to talk, do some icebreakers, talk about Twitch and the recent changes, and uh, how you got into streaming, and much, much more. But first, this episode is sponsored by Humble Bundle. Thanks, guys. Our partner for this week's podcast is Humble Bundle. Humble Bundle is an online digital store that sells some of the most popular games from the most popular game developers. But that's not all. They also offer bundle deals that change weekly and monthly that allow you to pay a designated amount for a collection of games or ebooks that can often save you hundreds of dollars. Humble Bundle then donates portions of its proceeds to a featured charity. In addition to this awesome business model, they have also partnered with us so we get a small portion of any purchase or donation through their website. All you need to do is go to our website, scroll to the bottom of the page, and click the Humble Bundle Partner logo and shop for any games of your heart's desire. Thanks, Humble Bundle! Back to you guys. Okay, so let's get into those icebreakers. How about how does that sound to you? It sounds great. Okay. If you could only have one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? So when you say one food, does that like pizza or do you mean like desserts too? <laughs> uh, let's just say one meal. So like uh, like one meal set. Say, for example, if you have lunch and you have a grilled cheese sandwich, tomato soup, coffee, mm -hmm. and cookie, and a baguette, I'll consider that. That's one meal. That's one food. Oh, my gosh. That's so tough. Um, oh, bacon and waffles <laughs> and coffee and orange juice. I love breakfast foods. <laughs> okay. That works. Uh, is it the bacon or the waffles that uh, really sells you? Basically, the bacon. I'm an American, so... <laughs> Amen to that. You know, I don't eat bacon nearly as much. And there was like when I there was a huge bacon craze, and then all of a sudden it was just gone. Like I remember there was bacon clothing, bacon flavored this, bacon fake, bacon flavored that, and then all of a sudden overnight, no more bacon. No one was obsessed with bacon anymore. And I was like, I don't understand this. Like what happened? I mean, it didn't die with me. I'm still obsessed with it. <laughs> I remember they had, when I was at school, they had at the bakery, like a candied bacon molasses donut. And I'm like, that it's it was pretty bad. It, it was, was bad? That sounds amazing. It was How like, was it bad? It was like sickeningly sweet. And they did something really, really weird with the bacon. Like They almost like coated it in sugar and then candied it. And it was like... Oh. And then they like coated it in more syrup and I'm like guys if you want us to just get diabetes and move that's fine but why all this pretense see that's where they failed if they had just made like regular bacon and then crumbled it up on like a regular like caramel donut it would have been fine yeah. they like over sweetened it like to an extent because when if you're doing bacon with uh, like candy or something like that you have to have like that sweet and salty mix mm -hmm. for it to be acceptable I don't know anyone that just wants to eat candied bacon on top of a donut <laughs> yeah it was it was pretty bad it was almost like they were doing epic meal time and it's like this isn't okay for a bakery 
what's the worst thing we can make? <laughs> uh, that would be the mystery meat on Fridays. Um, <laughs> for me, uh, my meal that I would go for actually was the one I used as an example. Uh, <laughs> nice. A nice grilled cheese sandwich uh, with a nice cup of tomato soup, a oatmeal cream pie latte, and then a bourbon molasses cookies. Oh, nice. Have you ever, there is a, um, it's up in Ohio. I think they're starting to branch out, but there's actually a franchise restaurant and I don't remember the name of it for the life of me. I'll remember it in like four hours, but their entire menu is like 50 different types of like, uh, tomato soup and grilled cheeses. Oh, oh like, there's a place down here. Um, Tom and Chi. Oh yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. You know, oh, that just made me think of it. Are they any good? Because if that's like your favorite meal, I would think that you would eat there. <laughs> when I ate there, I was not a huge soup fan. Oh, this year has been the year of soup for me and sweet potatoes. Well, <laughs> that's awesome. I, I want to attribute it to losing about fifty to sixty pounds. Oh, congrats! That's awesome. And now I'm just so cold, and during the winter, I'm like, give me that soup. <laughs> But thank you. Um, yeah, like just before I was like soup. No, thank you. But now I'm like soup. Is it tomato soup? Clam chowder? Doesn't matter. Bring me a bowl. <laughs> uh, it's really weird. And it's like one of those like on occasion my wife will look at me and going, what's the matter with you? You don't eat soup. And I'm like, give me the soup. <laughs> it's it's really weird for me. Um, okay. What is your favorite mixed drink it can be alcoholic or non-alcoholic your call <laughs> so uh anyone that knows me knows i'm a huge boozer um i i drink a lot um we basically blame it on the fact that i'm catholic uh but <laughs> yeah um so i used to drink when i when i used to drink mixed drinks I used to drink uh, White Russians, like from the Big Lebowski. Okay. Um, I used to be obsessed with White Russians. I would drink them all the time. And then, I don't know, it's like the older I've gotten, the less I care for the mixed drinks. And now I literally, I just drink straight honey whiskey. Okay. That's, I just pour it and I drink it that way. I don't ever actually like do anything else. <laughs> what about you? <laughs> uh, you know, uh, when I used to drink, it was uh, rum and coke. Simple enough. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's classic. classic. Coconut. You can't rum. go wrong with the classic. Yeah. Coconut. Oh, nice. Oh, so give yeah. a little bit of spice in there. Little flavor, like you're at the beach. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it was. It was nice because uh, I used to bartend, and like, oh wow, yeah, it was. It was fun, but I didn't drink then. It was like after quit, I quit bartending that I drank, and then I so just stopped smart. drinking. Um. But I just looking at all the drinks, I was like, "Ooh, I'm gonna try this." And I'd try like, I mean, I've tried a martini and things like that. I'm like, mm, "Rum and Coke works for me. It's simple." Um, yeah. But I stopped drinking a while back ago just because I was like, mm, "You know, not really my thing." After nearly uh, drinking half a bottle of vodka in two hours, I was like, "Yeah, not really my style." You know, I was like, "Eh." Okay, all right, and now I've had a bottle of liquor in my fridge for going on a year and a half. It, well, I'm not even gonna lie. Like, okay, so a bottle of liquor maybe lasts a week in my house, <laughs> but I'm also like, I I never, so I don't drink at bars. 
if I go to the bar, if I go to a restaurant, I don't drink. I only drink at home. Uh, and it's it's always very late whenever I drink, and I don't I don't tend to overdo it. I guess I think I have a very bit of a high tolerance as well, which probably helps with that. <laughs> hey, there you go. I mean, when even like on the bachelor party for my wedding, oh, even then I I, I drank, but mm-hmm. I never really got drunk. I yeah, got off work, and so my friends were like, "Hey, no, you're coming to the bar with us." So we went to the local bar and had like. Because I'm not a beer drinker. I oh, had, yeah, no. Beer's uh, disgusting. I mostly had hard apple cider, mm-hmm. a Irish car bomb, and a shot of whiskey. Right. And <laughs> all said and done, we drank for about hour and a half, two hours. And then I was like, yeah, I'm, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to drive to drive to home because I've got to be on this side of town to work again. And I was like, and I'm responsible. And this right. was before Uber was a thing. Oh, wow. How long have you been married? Uh, about five years now. Oh, wow. So it was before Uber really came to my city, I should say. It might have been around, but it was before it became prolific in my city. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't big here like four or five years ago either. So you're fair. That's fair. And so I, I crashed at a friend who lived across the street from the restaurant I worked at. And <laughs> in the morning, I was up before him. I got to work and I was like, cool. Oh, there's no problem. And the manager was like, but you went out partying last night, and I'm like, we did, and here I am. I am not hungover. <laughs> and I was not hungover, and I'm like, huh, all right, cool. I guess my tolerance Responsible. is definitely high. Responsible adulting. <laughs> exactly. Uh, always drink responsibly, if you're listening, is really the moral of the story. Always. Very, very important. Exactly. Um, okay, last question. I think this is going to be the toughest one. Okay. Explain Twitch streaming to Moses. Like biblical Moses that parted the Red Sea? Biblical Moses that parted <laughs> the Red Sea. <laughs> Explain Twitch streaming to Moses. It's one of those really tough questions. That's such a wonderful, like, get your brain moving kind of question, though. Hats off. It's a good one. Um,. <laughs> We've had explain the contents of your purse to a Victorian age chimney sweep, explain <laughs> cosplay to a caveman. I, I like having the explain insert craft here too, insert person here. It kind of makes you really stop and think about what is that art form that you use. Let's see here. So I would probably say that instead of gathering everyone to talk to them, they all stay at home and you play a game and you laugh and you make jokes um, and then everybody can see you. Oh, shoot. Goodness gracious. Sorry. My computer just made noise. <laughs> it's all good. It's good <laughs> um. Yeah, so we basically just stay home, and my picture is astro-projected to people, and they just laugh while I play games and drink wine. <laughs> I think Moses could understand the drinking wine part. Yeah, I don't think he'd understand the rest of it very well, but... <laughs> hey, it, it works. I would have to go somewhere along the lines of uh, some, something similar to what you said of, like, Playing games with friends that aren't here uh, and other people who are not playing the game with me and my friend 
can watch and talk to me and give uh, donations of an imaginary currency <laughs> and then get notified by carrier pigeon when I'm live. <laughs> yeah, that one got away from me. Carrier pigeon. I don't even think they had those when Moses was around. Hmm. Gosh, now I'm, you know what? This is going to end up me later on researching. Carrier <laughs> bird pigeons become a thing. Game like of Thrones in... just told me it was all ravens, though. Mm, yeah. No, they had doves. Didn't Mo no, most. That was Noah. That was Noah, and they were pretty much like, hey, go find land. If you don't return, you're good. <laughs> go find it, you bird. Yeah. I don't know. That would be a, that's a really tough one. Like, Explaining to someone who has no idea what really any of that is. I feel like it would be easier to explain to like George Washington. At least there was some type of something going on in his time, whereas like back when Moses was alive, it was much more biblical. Yes, biblical. <laughs> I mean, that's really the best way to say That's it. the word, yeah. Uh, it was biblical? I don't know. I, I, it's like old-fashioned? I don't. That's like beyond old-fashioned. <laughs> yeah, it's, I think it's actually uh, is it now technically called because it's B.C. like antiquity? In the, I, in the historical sense, it's just an antiquity. Yeah, I don't ever keep up with that. I, I went to public school, so... <laughs> Sorry, I have a friend that uses that line all the time. <laughs> hey, I, you know, I was homeschooled. So I was one of those kids. So you're smart. Nah, dude, like homeschool means like you're brilliant then, right? You know, it's one or the other. I've <laughs> known a couple, I mean, not to throw shade at other homeschool kids who, you know, whatever. But it's either like they were, they're really smart or mm -hmm. they did nothing. I, like, I found that they're, they tend to be, most people that I've met that are homeschooled tend to be absolutely brilliant, but socially awkward, which I'm very socially awkward and I did not school, so I don't really. You know, I, I, I can actually agree with that one. Um, the college I went to was actually a Bible college, so homeschooling oh, is wow. a prevalent thing. Yeah. And yeah, I can attest. Um, all of the homeschooled kids were socially awkward. Yeah, it's included. just. Yeah, it's kind of one of those things, and I I know that they're starting to kind of push it out now. I have a really really good friend. He his wife homeschools. Uh, for their four kids and um, I was talking to him about it and I was like so what do you do like how do they get out and make friends and he said oh well now we have like these homeschooling groups where um, I guess at the church that he belongs to they actually like go out and have specific events for the kids two or three times a week so they're constantly around people their own age yeah, but it you know, but at the end of the day, you still come home, and you know your your mom's still there to help you, and you know ensure that you're you're learning proper proper things, which I thought was absolutely wonderful when he was telling me about. Yeah, I always uh, your friend has the joke of uh, don't blame me. I was uh, public schooled. Yeah, he said no. I, I don't know. Hey, don't don't blame me. I, I was public school. like. <laughs> I I always have the incredibly. It's both a makes people go wait what. And it is absolutely the absolute truth. Mm -hmm. I never finished ninth grade. Really? Never finished ninth grade. I do, however, have my GED. 
Uh, no, that's fair though. Like that's why the GD was created. Exactly. But people go, wait, you just told us you have two degrees. And I'm like, I do. Like, But you also didn't graduate ninth grade. I'm like, <laughs> All right, I can hear your brain fracturing from here. Yeah. Let me explain. So it's not. So that's actually completely normal to me. I um I served seven years in, and one of the my best, the one of the greatest people that I ever met when I was in, um was a first sergeant. So he was kind of like top of the line as far as that goes. Mm -hmm. Uh, he had a GED, but the man was brilliant. He just, when he was younger, he just didn't have time to go to school. He was supporting his family at a very young age. And he was absolutely brilliant. And I think that people that automatically, like, look down at people that don't have a high school diploma, like, it, it shouldn't be an issue if you have a GED. If you're brilliant, you're brilliant. Who cares how you got the brilliant? Like, who cares? Right. Uh, <laughs> it's, it, it, it's, it's one of those things of especially looking at like uh public schools today where i'm like mm -hmm. you have a high school diploma it's starting to mean like hey you showed up in school it's exactly what it is whereas like a ged is like hey you actually had to test for it you had to show uh mm -hmm. some knowledge of the subject yeah right and not saying not one is better than the other but it's like one, you have a little bit more, I guess there's a social game you have to play. It's like playing Game of Thrones, but you're only 17. Yeah. <laughs> and the other one is, is you decided not to play Game of Thrones and just decided to go get your GED now. Or there is extenuating circumstances where you had to get it later in life. And I love reading the stories of like, you know, moms or dads going back to school after they've had kids and they're getting their GED. They're going and going and furthering their education now. And it's like, you go. You do yeah. that. Like, that's amazing. Never, it's never too late to improve upon yourself or, yeah. you know, like, do something that you love. There was a story of, what was it, like a, this, uh, this older lady who was like in her 70s got a, a degree from college, like graduated college. And it's like, that, that, that's, that's awe-inspiring to me. It's like, how many people will go in, in, in go to college the first time? Like, man, this is just so hard. And it's like, you no, know, your job is to go to college. Like, that's it. Most so it, it, it doesn't even like, to me, I think that it doesn't even extend to college. It's like, I, I have not had time to college yet. I'm, I'm one of those people where I'm very content with where I am now. But I'm sure eventually I'll, you know, maybe I'll be that next 70-year-old lady that gets her degree. Hey. Um, in like underwater basket weaving or something because I have no idea what I want to be when I grow up. Um, who does? Honestly, <laughs> <know>. Who does? <laughs> but like, uh, I mean, you, you can even look at like older people doing other things that is like their new passion. Like, did you hear about that grandma that is a streamer on, um, oh goodness, what's the name? The Elder Scrolls, I believe. Oh, Grandma, uh, what is it? Grandma plays yes. Skyrim. Yes. Yes. Yes, it's Skyrim. Dude, she's freaking brilliant like she and she's she's a proper grandma as well and she takes time she calls her audience her grandkids like somebody that old can go on and make youtube video that's absolute like to me that's what it's all about like get your passion and do it regardless of how old you are i i just i really wish i could go back and look at the formation of grandma plays skyrim of like i bet you some teenage kid was like yeah grandma you wanted you play skyrim and then a month later, like, Grandma, what are you playing? She's like, Skyrim, because you wanted me to. And they're like, oh. Oh, this <laughs> backfired. Say... So, this backfired, but so marvelously. 
it's supposed to be like really good for like the elderly's brains, like playing video games and having like the remote. It's actually supposed to be like healthy for you. Yeah. I want to say I read an article or something like that. Yeah, it's almost like that. Um, it almost like keeps their uh mental acumen and like there's like a very physical component of video games. Yes. And especially with streaming, um, which I think this is a good uh kind of segue into the streaming uh and Twitch environment of streaming is a lot more a lot more physical than people think. It's it's definitely it's hard to sit in a chair for any amount of time. Like I know my took is this for some days when I get up. I'm just like, oh my goodness gracious. And I have to walk around my house for like 20 minutes, 20, 30 minutes after I've got an exercise bike that I keep beside my, my PC now, just so that like whenever I'm done streaming, I'm like, all right, let me, let me get on the bike for like 20, 30 minutes. I got to move. <laughs> let me get some exercise in a little bit. But no, like there's, I mean, with having to be stay upbeat and full of energy for eight hours. Yes. Like, <laughs> I work in an office environment for my day job. Yes. <laughs> and I do not maintain that high energy uh, for a, any amount of time. Like I sit down in my chair at six o'clock in the morning and I'm like, and I'm tired. I'm already ready to go home. <laughs> But if you sit down with that mentality when streaming, it it doesn't, it doesn't work uh, for long. It doesn't work for long. It may work for a little while, but eventually it just doesn't pan out, in my opinion. Yeah, it, there's nothing worse than like tuning in. Like Sometimes when I'm at work, I'll get bored and I'll just like search for just new streamers that I haven't heard of before. Just to kind of lurk, I'm not my. I don't. I don't talk in a lot of uh, chats that I lurk in. But um, there's nothing worse than like googling up a game or something that I think I might want to play in the future. Find somebody streaming it, and then I'm watching them stream, and they look like they're just miserable and bored. And it's not even like they're frustrated or bored with the game. They're just bored of life. And I really just want to be like, hey, would you would you like smile? Can can you talk to me? I really need entertainment right now. <laughs> Do you do you need a hug? Do you like, want to talk about it? Like, yeah. Hi, bye. Are you having a bad day? Like, and I get that we all have bad days, but it's just it's really depressing. As as someone that streams as well, it's so depressing to go into a stream and just be like, "Oh, you must be having a bad day." But I really want to watch you play this game because I want to know about this game. But maybe there's somebody else's this game. Right. I, I'll I'll a thousand percent agree with that one. Um, where you? It's one of those. In a weird way, it's maybe it sounds terrible as I do stream, but I don't watch a lot of random streamers. That's fair. Um, so I'm part of several different discords and communities. And I'm like, well, I'll go watch this person. Like a new person joined. Hey, I'll go watch their stream. Hey, this person's streaming. I haven't seen them in a while. I'll go watch their stream. It's less, let me go to Twitch and go spin the wheel of Twitch roulette and find something. It, to me, I'm like, nine times out of ten, it's like, sweet, more Fortnite. Um, uh. I, you know, it, in a weird sense, I feel like I run into more people who don't like Fortnite than I do that do like Fortnite. And maybe that's just because I'm looking for them, but 
I'm just, I've never been a fan of Fortnite. I do, I have like my one guilty pleasure game is PUBG. Um, but I don't stream it because I'm, I'm not very good at, at PvP at all. And um, so normally if I want to play it, then I have a group of friends that if I'm streaming, they'll normally like hit me up and they'll be like, hey, can you end your stream like 20 minutes early so that in two hours we can play PUBG? <laughs> like, <laughs> Right. Uh, okay. So one of the main topics that I want to talk about, um, which I think this, uh, you might actually be the unicorn in this situation, <laughs> is uh, recently Twitch removed their communities. So you have a Discord community. Correct. Which there will be a plug later on um, and a link in the description. So you were telling me that you never used Twitch's communities. Is that correct? Correct. So, how did you grow your brand? Like, here's here's the time of, let's find out your secrets. Um, <laughs> how did you grow your brand and your your fan loyalty, if that makes sense? If that's a yeah. good word to use, without the use of communities? So, I, I guess I am a unicorn there. I And I honestly, I, uh, I don't actually call any... I don't call them my fans. I don't believe that to me to have fans, you have to be like a rock star and I'm nowhere even close to that. I, I call all my followers. They're my fam. When you follow me or when you sub to me, like you're, you're part of the E fam, like I'm your new mother. Uh, <laughs> and, and not in like a weird sense. Like I, I have, I have, you know, members of the fam that send me DMs because they legitimately need help with their homework or they're getting ready to apply to college. Um, or they're trying to send in for a promotion or they're applying for a new job. Hey, you know, Missy, can you look over this for me? I want to make sure I'm doing this right. Or they're just having a bad day. Well, tell me about your day, darling. I'm here. Um, so it's kind of like a big thing that I push and I, I always correct or I don't necessarily correct. Uh, I think that's like a negative type word. Um, but I, yeah, I don't call them fans. They're my fam. Um, and I adore them so much. Um, but yeah, I have no idea what the Twitch communities is. I was never involved in any of it. Um, I think I had mentioned that to you before. Um, so I really, I don't even know how people use them to get bigger because I, I never use them. Um, <laughs> so, so it's just kind of a weird thing. So I, I couldn't even tell you how I did it because I'm not sure how other people, I know, I know other people that used them. I just don't actually know how they were used. So if I, maybe I'm understanding it wrong too. But mostly it was used like, uh, I had one, uh, it was the Gaming and Chill community. Okay. And you could set your streams as part of that community. And basically it was like you were repping that community, basically. Um, okay. And so was it, like, did you have to, like, join it? Like, did people have to apply to join, or could anybody not really, just... Not ours. Some, some of them do, some of them don't. Um, okay. Ours was very much like, eh, just put it in there, and if you want to use it, great, you don't have to. And... Basically, it was a way that you could then click on that link and say you were also streaming under the Gaming and Chill community. Mm -hmm. You could find out other streamers who were streaming under that banner, basically. And you could have up to three communities set at one time. So you could have uh, good examples were the Gaming and Chill community, uh, Miss E's Place, and uh, Mystic Mooners. And... You could rep basically three communities, and it was like, oh, okay. Yes. And it made it super easy 
you can go like twitch.tv slash communities slash the name of the community. And so say someone from your community wanted to go, or you wanted to go raid someone in your community when you were done with your stream. You'd go into Miss E's place community and go, hey, um, this person is streaming. And you can easily just see who in your group was yeah. at the moment. And you could go raid them or host them or whatever. And that's how a lot of people used it. Um, which is why people were uh, super upset when Twitch did away with it. Because that makes sense. Now there was no unified way to figure out who was part of what mm -hmm. to go raid and host. So then it became, well, now I have to go through Discord. And there uh, a lot of people... I, I, think you have one in there and your uh, your discord channel of like a uh, a live place correct right yeah like a promote yourself type thing and a lot of people have those but it was one of those you have to scroll up and down to find a person or you click on a link and whoop, they're no longer live anymore cool well and as you're sitting there fumbling at the end of your stream going we're gonna go raid this person no, they're no longer <laughs> live this person Nope, they're no longer live. This person. Oh, cool. They're on a BRB. All right, cool. <laughs> Whereas with the Twitch.communities site, you could see all the live streams happening at one time. And you could see who is live at the moment, who is on a BRB, who was, and, and it would tell you what games they were playing. So you'd be like, well, I don't want to go raid somebody who's playing Fortnite. I want to go raid, I'm playing Fallout 76. I'm going to go raid someone playing Fallout 76. It makes sense. And that went away. Like overnight. Like that. And it was gone. And people were super upset because then we got the tags system. Which I'm... Tags. Um, were, mm. they're, I, I mean, I use them because I think they're fun. Uh, and most of the time I use them ironically. Like I will generally put like stupid t tags in there just to be fun. Uh, right. <laughs> I don't actually know. I, I'm a hundred percent sure I don't use correctly ninety five percent of the time. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I was talking about this on a different podcast uh, with another community leader as well, on about how the Twitch tags are really weird. Like there's seven of them for MOBAs, and like none of them. Like, there were there only recently we got an MMO tag yeah i feel they are lacking as far as a lot of those tags go um i know that I, sometimes if i'm just kind of like in a relaxing mood or if i've had a super stressful day i play house flipper which is literally a house flipping sim oh yeah, yeah. Um, i've seen yeah part of that I, I love it i think it's fun um i just i can pay attention to the chat hang out with you know the fam some more and there's no but there's it, there's no stress to fight anybody i'm just painting walls and tearing down walls decorating the house and there's no there's no time for like half of that. i'm like yeah i'm i'm virtually painting a wall can i have something that's not like asmr like <laughs> right and it, it got weird to brand your stuff yeah it's like i'm just guessing at the time so now i just let it if i'm not gonna like play around and be silly with it then i just let the the thing tag whatever oh normally people yeah. tag <laughs> now it auto tags stuff 
some stuff yeah when it started there was no auto tagging of stuff so it was like, yeah there's oh, just i'm playing um this game well um it's i feel like uh, yeah. i feel like it was created by like an intern at twitch sure youtube uses tags right yeah it's here here yeah youtube uses tags twitch uses tags or twitter uses tags instagram uses tags the hashtags so they're just like, hey, we're going to go ahead and move it from the hashtags on all these other platforms. We need hashtags. Bring us more hashtags. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's how people would use the communities to grow um, basically dedicated followership as well as yeah. basically build that bam out, I guess. Yeah. Um, so people got upset when that got removed. And I can understand it. I think it's created a lot of it created a void that I feel several companies have stepped up and was like, we'll fill that void. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of it, but like uh, Gilded is a service that came in. I would say it came in prior to and then was like, here's our time to shine. <laughs> but it allowed you to put events on a schedule. Um, it allowed people to join teams for certain games mm -hmm. and allowed people to uh, hook their Discord, in, or not Discord, their Twitch into it, so that way you could easily see who was streaming what at any given moment. Um, it's something that I've used uh, in multiple communities now. Um, mm -hmm. So I can put, hey, at this time, I'm streaming Guild Wars. And basically people can RSVP. And when they do, they get updates about 30 minutes before going, hey, your event of Derek Plays Guild Wars is coming up in 30 minutes. Here's the link. And it, it's, it's super easy to, to do that like now. And I think it's stepped in with some utilities that Twitch doesn't have, um, which I feel like Twitch should be getting, at least, I think. Yeah. Because I, I would like... A lot more. It feels like Twitch is the social media site that's not a social media site that should be a social media site. Because if you think about it, like a lot of stuff outside of Twitch happens on Discord. I I agree with that to an extent. I know I read somewhere, and I'm really hoping that this was like an April Fool's joke or something. But with social media, you have like looking for and dating websites, and if that's the one thing that really bothers me the most. Is I read somewhere Twitch was like thinking about rolling out like a dating app edition or some something like that, and that as a gamer, like that just ticked me off. I was just like, no, 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 I don't, no, I don't. People no. already, people already <laughs> use Twitch as kind of like a like, uh, low key dating site already, and it's don't make that of... don't make that a feature. I mean, people, you know, if my viewers want to talk to each other on the side, you know, or whatever, people happen to meet in my stream, that's amazing, happy for them, I expect a wedding invitation, but don't make it, like, a feature that says, like, hey, now introducing I, I Twitch I dating. Feel like, <laughs> I feel like that would absolutely increase the accounts of harassment by, like, a zillion percent. Like, I, I feel like that would actually cause more issues than not. I feel like people would just, I, can you imagine like Tom and Sue are hanging out in your stream 
and you're like, oh, hey, I think you guys will be cute together. Let me go ahead and throw out this Twitch dating 101. And they decide to click on it. And then, you know, Sue cheats on Tom and, and Tom is a, doesn't clean his house. So that doesn't work out. But then they're going to know that it's your fault <laughs> because they met you on Twitch. Right. <laughs> they met because of you. <laughs> exactly. It's like, well, cool. <laughs> no, one, no one wants to be the matchmaker that fails. I don't know. I'm like, I feel like I've heard that as well. I'm like, mm, no, maybe we should use that more of like a looking for group sort of thing. Because like right now, that's like the biggest one, biggest issue that I kind of have is like finding people to game with. Um, like, especially older games. Yeah. Um, so I use, I use that as an example, but I actually do play Guild Wars still, and it's an older MMO. But it's like, okay, if I want to try to find somebody to play Guild Wars, I've got to go onto the subreddit for Guild Wars. And those people are super hardcore about Guild Wars on a level that I'm really just not ready for that level of commitment. <laughs> I'm looking for more of a casual fling of playing video games and not a serious relationship of playing video games. No, I don't want to join your PvP team for six nights a week. I'm sorry. What? Yeah, come no, on now. I know. Noob, you're not doing it six nights a week. You're not. You know. I know, but so disappointing. <laughs> I wish there was like, and Gilded has that. And again, I'm. Not, I don't think either of us are sponsored by Gilded. Although, I mean, hook me up, hook us up. I'm not sponsored, so anybody want to call me? Call me. <laughs> there you go. But they have like a looking for a group system, where you can basically on a level, it's close to on a weird level it's close to the descriptions of tinder uh -huh. again married long before tinder became a thing so i never done the online dating thing and you can basically go the people it'll go hey these people are kind of interested in playing the same game and they'll put like a small bio of like hey i'm looking for this type of group this i'm looking for the people to join this guild or i'm look i usually play as this but let's play together and it's like i'm interested and then you can start to see more. And then you can invite them to your team and they can basically apply. Like, hey, what role do you play? Hey, what server do you play? Are you looking for a more casual play? Are you looking for a serious RP? Like, what are you wanting out of your gaming system? And if they apply, you can look at their application and go, yeah, no, you're super heavy into RP and we are not. Uh, while <laughs> we value your contribution, we don't think we're going to go with you. So in a weird sense, I wish that Twitch had something like that to where you could easily see people willing to game. Yeah, uh, on your level. Right, and I, I wish that was something that Twitch would take advantage of because I feel like there's a lot more connecting that Twitch can do that they're not. Come um, on, Twitch. We don't want Twitch dating. We want Twitch looking for other gaming. Exactly. They misunderstood us. And, and they, they, misunderstood. they are so similar in a weird sense of like, are you interested in playing Guild Wars with, you know, uh, the bad boy XX420? Mm, <laughs> I think I'm going to have to pass. You know, it, it, it's similar, but not at all. Take romantic inclination and make it into gaming and let's talk. Yes. Like, that they heard be dating and people were saying gaming. That's you all it is. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> We're talking over a staticky mic, and I'm like, "Did you say dating?" And we're like, "No, no, gaming." Okay, dating. Okay, dating. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Write it down, intern. <laughs> Keep writing. 
um so that's like you so you like you said you run a discord community so what led you to what led you to discord like how did what was your discord discovery story so i, I feel like there's so, always a story oh yeah no so funny story i've like i've always played video games um but i uh up until about three and a half years ago i only played nintendo 64 games uh or sega genesis games and then i had uh my husband got me into Diablo 3. Uh, Diablo 3 came out on Xbox like the same week that we got married. Okay. And um, so when that happened, he was super excited. He's like, oh, I'm going to play Diablo, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, okay. So I watched him play it for like 10 minutes. And then I was like, oh, well, uh, I mean, can, can, I, can I play? Is this like a multiplayer? Can I be the healer? Like, uh, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and watch you play. We just got married. It's bad. Like, you know? Right. <laughs> So, <laughs> I'd like to do so, something now, please. Yeah. So he uh, he hooked me up. We learned how to play together. And then um, we played a lot of Diablo pretty much nonstop for a long time. And then uh, he ended up, um, we had we had Minnie-Mate. And a couple weeks after she was born, Fallout 4 came out. And he was a huge Fallout fan. Um, and so he, I remember him looking at me the night that it came out and he goes, Hey, so I pre-ordered this. Can I go pick it up right now? And it's like 1130. And I was like, wait, what do you mean? You pick it up now? And he was like, yeah, she's asleep. And I was like, I mean, yeah, okay. So he went and picked it up and I, I hadn't really been into the series before that. And I'd heard about it, but I'd never played it and really watched anybody play it. So I'm on at home at, in maternity leave for like two or three more months. I have a corporate job that has very, very good benefits. Congratulations. And, yeah, I know, thanks. Um, and uh, so I'm, I'm home on maternity leave and I'm bored. Like when you have a baby, they sleep a lot. Um, and that's all they do is they sleep and then, you know, they feed and then that is it. So you just you get kind of bored sitting by yourself all the time. So I started playing Fallout 4 and I, it was insane how much I thoroughly enjoyed it. Loved the the story behind it. So I started when I went back to work. I was be like, uh, you know, you get like hooked on a game, and you're like, man, I really wish I could play right now. Um, so I started watching YouTube videos on Fallout and Fallout lore, and I saw like creators like the Apple and a Synchrony, um, Oxhorn, and I was just like, hey, these guys are great. And one of them. Um, had mentioned that they had a discord and I was like, I don't even know what discord is. And they had a link for it. And I was like, well, I guess I'll click this. I wonder what this does. And that was just like, like <laughs> the world changed. Like everything changed from that day on. And so I just kind of started hanging out on discord. Like it was, it was really, it was opening a whole new world to me because I, I don't, I don't socialize a lot. I go out occasionally, but mostly I just work and hang out with mini me. My husband, so this this whole thing on Discord, I was like completely blown away. I was like, what do you mean all of these people like the same game I do and they're online right now and they want to talk to me? Like what? Seems like one of those ads <laughs> on the internet. I mean, it really it was, talk in my area? Yes, it was so weird. I was just like, for real? So and I just I started making a lot of friends on there and just having fun with it. Um eventually I put in uh or I Put in time. I had been a member on Discord for a really long time. They wanted me to become a moderator, so I started moderating streams for them. 
um, kind of just watching their streams. So I went from just watching regular YouTube channels to watching people stream. And it just kind of kind of went from there. <laughs> nice. I yeah. have kind of like a weird one of I actually created the Gaming and Chill Discord. And it you know has low traffic. Uh, we're a smaller group. But then I was one day contacted on Twitter. I was like, hey, mm -hmm. we'd love if you joined this Discord. And it was for a group. And I joined, and I was like, oh, that's awesome. Like, it was really cool getting to talk to people. And this was at the beginning of this year, actually. Um, and it was around the time that I started really considering making a lot of life changes and uh, uh, basically taking my mental health into more serious consideration. Uh, I had been struggling for a while and was like, I need to talk to people. Like, I need to talk to other gamers. Even though I streamed, I didn't really talk to a lot of gamers. Because, um, mm -hmm. like, my wife does not game very much at all. <laughs> so I was like, I need to talk to other people. Uh, Join this Discord and talk to them. And then through that, met good friends. Uh, joined their Discords and joined other Discords from their Discord. So, mm -hmm. and then it was just like, okay, cool. And now I'm in the place where I'm like, okay, I, I mod for a couple of them. Uh, I run our own. And it's growing, actually, slowly but surely. And it's one of those moments of realizing that some groups are i can talk about this on this group some i can talk on this on about this group it's it basically finding different families to uh talk about different aspects because not every group has every answer basically uh, if that makes sense it's like one of the well yeah. this group is more of actual casual gaming this one is like hey i'm gonna talk about some deep dark uh repressed feelings here and no one <laughs> knows me otherwise and it's really kind of interesting in that I am actually closer to more people on Discord than I am to some people in real life. <laughs> if that makes sense. It's like one of those, you don't know me. I'm anonymous stranger on the internet alpha. Um, so I can tell you how I actually feel instead of going at work going, no, great. I'm totally okay. I'm not seething with anger or whatever. You know, it's one of those things. Yeah. You can... No, there's there's definitely a different level of who you can actually be when you're online versus right. and who you are in person. You often hear the negative side of like, well, on the internet, you can be anonymous and you can say anything you want. Or people feel like they can say anything they want and be mean to people. Yes, yeah. you're right. But also on that same effect, people can be anonymous and actually talk about true, true things. Without the yes. need to hide away and go, well, somebody might actually judge me for this. I mean, like I said, going to a Bible college, it's like, well, even even when I was graduating, like, talking about mental well-being was not really a thing. And to talk about it was like, well, just, just you know, just pray some more. I was like, yeah, that's really not it's fixing not, it. It's not how that works. Yeah. No. <laughs> You can't pray away the depression. I believe me. I'm pretty sure someone's tried. Lots of people have tried, and unfortunately, they always make it. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah. Discord has brought that boon of people into my life, and uh, it's through where I meet new people. Uh, uh you know, I. How did I actually come into contact with you? Twitter, right? Um. Yeah, you sent me a tweet. Um, I guess I think you had seen one of my tweets. Oh, I had a troll attack. <laughs> Might have been that. 
it was the troll attack because I was so mad after that. And I was like, nah, nah, I just need to say this now. <laughs> Maybe. It might have been that, but it's being able to connect with people. Like that, I yes. think is Discord is their biggest thing is connect with people. Yes. Um, so you mentioned something, and we're probably not going to end, end up finishing all these note outlines. You <laughs> mentioned that you play Fallout now. Yes. How do you feel about Fallout 76? <laughs> Everybody always asks that. Um, so... You play with How other I... people, correct? Yeah, yeah. No, I have uh, I have my nuke squad. Shout out to the nuke squad. Um, so I'm going to take a stab. So, yeah. Maybe this will help describe how help, help uh, formulate a word cloud. Mm-hmm. Fun in multiplayer, not so fun in solo. I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure I've said that too. Okay. Um, but at the same time, I have really, really good friends that actually prefer playing it solo. Um, and we kind of have a joke about it because uh, I have a really good friend, White Collar, and him and I, we play occasionally uh, together. And he made the comment, he's like, all right, Mrs. Z's going to hate me, but uh, I kind of like playing by myself. And I was like, you just don't like playing me. <laughs> wow. But no, and genuinely, he just likes playing by himself. It's just, it's a, it's a better Fallout game to him by himself. And I'm like, I'm not mad. Yeah, I'm not mad. Um, I feel like Bethesda probably missed the, missed the boat a bit with the game. Um, because there are older Fallout fans from three in New Vegas and, and even four asked for a multiplayer Fallout game. It, it's something that the, that the fans were in fact asking where they missed the boat was they didn't ask for the the game that we received. We wanted something with a storyline that we could play with our friends. There is a very lax... I, I don't... And a lot of people disagree with me on this. I don't find the lore in Fallout 76 to be amazing. It's not anything to be like, oh, hey, Mom, guess what I did today? Not even remotely that good. Some of the stories are okay, but I found that they have very cliched, boring endings, and I've I've been very disappointed with the lore. I don't know if they just fired somebody, so that the lore is just awful now. Um, but as far as like the fun stuff of the game, like I love uh, hanging out with my nuke squad. We will troll each other. We will blow each other up for no reason. We will uh, we we're called the nuke squad because we try to set off a nuke uh, three times a week. We'll go through one of the silos and see if we can beat it faster than we did before to set off a nuke to blow up an area. Um, awesome. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Oh my gosh, I love I love setting off the nukes. If, if that's the only thing that I do in that game, um, and I also I like I like building in Fallout. I think it's so awesome to be able to build a post-apocalyptic world. But West Virginia, the way that they did it, it was never touched by the bombs. Uh, and so I feel like the entire world's lacking there. It's like it's like they took, um, I want to say, I think one of my friends compared it to Rust. And I was like, so basically they took Rust and sprinkled it with Fallout fairy dust and called it a Fallout. You know, I can, ta- I can totally see that. I've never played Rust, though, so I don't know if that's an entirely accurate... Uh, I played about 15 minute. minutes of Rust. Oh, 15 minutes. So you're the expert then. No, God, no. <laughs> I think I figured out how to pick up a rock. I was like... Oh. I was like, hey, yeah, no, I, I bought it, downloaded it. I was like, oh, this is, um, 
it's not what I was thinking. <laughs> right. I'm going to see about that, that Steam refund policy. Yeah, Steam refund. That's another thing people don't like. Um, and I don't know if I would have refunded it, to be fair, but they didn't put 76 out on Steam, and a lot of people are mad about that. And they're like, oh, it's because Steam won't, Steam won't refund people's money. And you can't. It's been, it's been a nightmare for a lot of people that want to refund the game. Well, it's one of those like th- weird things where they basically trap people and go, haha, you played it for too long. Now you can't get a refund. It's like, yeah, even huh. even then, they I want to say they like denied a refund to somebody because he had downloaded the game and he had put in his code, played like ton of her team, and someone was like, nah, nah, I want my money back. And they were like, oh, no, you used the code, you can't refund it now. And I'm like, how do you know you don't? Yeah, it's like, how do you know you don't like something if you don't try it out for you know 15 20 minutes? Like, come on now. Yeah. So they've definitely failed also. I do have to say, Fallout 76 probably would not be such a big failure uh, if there was a pre-war bonnet. Um, in Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas, there was a clothing item called pre-war bonnet. It, it did absolutely nothing for your character. It just looked pretty. It's a hat. Um, yeah, they, they failed to include it in Fallout 4. Glamour is, which is the probably It is. It really is. Uh, and they failed to include it in Fallout 4, which is you know what was lacking from the game. Um, but I mean, Fallout 76, I guarantee you, would have had at least a C rating instead of an F if if they would have added a, a pre-war bonnet. But they didn't, so, you know, sorry, Bethesda. What are you going to do? <laughs> um, yeah, we touched on, like, what do you stream and everything. Uh, why don't we move into some self-promo? You said you have a Discord channel. Do you want to real fast go through that, and then we'll uh, go ahead and call it a podcast? Um, yeah, I have a Discord channel. I honestly, I never remember to actually put the link out there. Um, if, if anybody, if, if you're, you know, chilling out or whatever and uh, come to my stream, one for my homies, uh, and that's, a, that's the number four, not the word four, uh, one for my homies, check me out. If you come in, you're hanging out, you like, you like what you see, you love the fam, um, just let us know. Hit, hit, you know, hit the follow button and uh, just let us know you want to join our Discord. It's it's definitely for my family um, just because I put so much time and effort into it. Um, I uh, I really just like to you know, I just want to make sure that everybody's happy when I'm there. So <laughs> yeah. I also tag everyone a lot. <laughs> uh, there you go. Uh, and I'll put all like your Twitch link, your Twitter link and uh, do you use YouTube very much? I, I have a YouTube channel. I occasionally will put a, a video on it. It's not, I'm not the best at video editing. <laughs> so Fair it doesn't, enough. it doesn't get used very often. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, we'll go ahead and put those in the, the uh, description down below. And you can go uh, follow you on all of that uh, stuff. You can go there, Twitch, the Twitter, and the Discord. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much. Go go, be sure to check them out. Uh, Great, great discord. Great stream. Uh, Like I said, I tuned in the other day and you're reading Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer before (laughs) uh, playing some Fallout 76. I believe it was Fallout 76. I hope it was Uh, Fallout 76. Yeah, I think it was. I'm pretty sure. I've been streaming a lot of 76 recently just because everybody wants to see what it looks like. (laughs) I noted that and that's actually why I recorded an hour worth of Fallout 76 footage to go behind the podcast. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, gotta be honest, it might have been the longest hour of my life. It probably was. It probably was, to be honest. If you don't have, like, if you, honestly, if you don't have your nuke squad with you, it's just, it's much fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that was a good podcast. I think we can call it a podcast there. Um, do you have any final words before we end it for the week? Um, no, thank you so much for having me on, though. I really, really appreciate the opportunity.
was awesome. We'll have to have I learned on. a lot. <laughs> we'll, ha- yeah, we'll have to have you on some other time. I'd oh, heck to, yeah. I'd, I'd love to, to come back. back. That'd be awesome. So without further ado, we hope that you enjoyed this podcast. Don't forget to share it with your friends on all of your social medias, Twitters and everything. And if you join the Discord, uh, the Gaming and Chill Discord, which will be linked down below as well, we actually have a form that if you or you know somebody else who you'd like to see on the disc, on the uh, podcast, we have a form that you can fill out, and it'll help us get a little bit more acquainted with you. That way we can uh, contact you and be like, hey, why don't we get you on the podcast? So until next weekend, we hope that you have a wonderful holiday season, and we'll see you next week. Have a good one. Thanks, guys. And thank you to all of our listeners out there, because we really couldn't do it without you. We hope you enjoyed this week's Gaming and Chill podcast. If you'd like to know more about the podcast, follow us on social media, or learn how to support the podcast directly, check us out at www.gamingandchillpodcast.com. Also, be sure to stay up to date with Gaming and Chill by following us on Twitter at at gaming underscore in underscore chill. Yes, that is gaming underscore in as in nancy underscore chill you can also find links to the articles games and videos mentioned in this podcast in the description below thanks again for watching and until next time